1: something from the Todd Feinberg show listen to the podcast on WTIC.com slash podcast
2: hello Jim and Willington thanks for your patience you've got a brief window here so go for it okay a couple
3: of, uh, uh, your last caller pretty much said everything I was going to say so I won't uh, repeat any of that the only, the only thing I would add is that a state with 3.4 million people look, looks at a twenty three and a half percent payment on debt, on every single dime the state collects, and uh, your last caller explains a lot of the reasons why that is. But the one of the, one of the things he didn't mention was there was a time where if you had a state job, you got paid a little bit less than the private sector, and the deal was you got a twenty-year pension, and the pension was a little bit higher going out. But you could get out in twenty years to start another career. Mm-hmm. And what happened in the late seventies and eighties is that those jobs all of a sudden started to be negotiated on the same level as in the private sector. At the same time, you had uh, negotiated union contracts for state employees and others that were, um, uh, in some instances, uh, putting... uh, I I won't put a percentage on it, but they were so lucrative in terms of how you could benefit or uh, how you could generate higher benefit on your pensions, while businesses across the state and, and in the country were looking at having to cut... Their management in their some of their union forces because of the last major recession what we were in. No,
2: you're right. It's a total rig system, and uh, the it it started one way and ended with state workers getting bigger benefits on average. So there's a lot of state workers that say, "Not me," and that's true. But there's a lot of state workers making more money than they would in the private sector now and getting more benefits because there aren't really benefits in the private sector
1: anymore. It's the Todd Feinberg Show, live from the NJ Diet Studios on WTIC News Talk 1080.
2: Well, what a fun day, all this all this fun news going by. You wanna play that for us, Anthony? Tell us a story about this.
4: So Dr. Oz and John Fetterman are up. For a Senate seat in Bucks County, Pennsylvania, John and Fetterman Oz has been uh, lieutenant Governor I guess made fun and- of because he has been in New Jersey and he's not really from Pennsylvania, but uh they got Snooky from the Jersey Shore to reply to him uh on Twitter, and this just came out like twenty minutes ago.
5: Hey, may this is Nicole Snooky um and I'm from Jersey Shore I don't know if you've seen of it before um but I'm a hot mess on a reality show basically and I enjoy life um but I heard that you moved from New Jersey to Pennsylvania to look for a new job and personally I don't know why anyone would want to leave Jersey because it's like the best place ever and we're all hot messes um but I want to say best of luck to you I know you're away from home and you're in a new place, but Jersey will not forget you. I just want to let you know I will not forget you. Um, and don't worry, because you'll be back home in Jersey soon. This is only temporary. So right, good so, luck. You got this, and Jersey loves you.
2: So the point here being that Dr. Oz is, uh, is a carpetbagger who went from New Jersey to Pennsylvania in order to run there for governor, and and he's being uh, hung out to dry using Snooky. So Anthony's excited about it for good reason, I think, because it shows how creativity gets you a lot of publicity and can get you free publicity, which is what they're always after. Eight six zero five two two nine eight four two. Jim Watkins is here. He joins us every week. Hey, James. Hey, how's it
6: going, Todd? What's going on with you? Did you have a nice fourth of July uh, holiday and everything Oh, that was
2: so long ago man so was let's it? talk about something that happened in this century
6: I know right time flies I know it does
2: though the, yeah. the vacations the holidays you gotta be within a few seconds of them ending or they're just distant memories
6: I agree I just got back from a week of I had not taken a week off and not really done my email in a long time and it was really weird it just goes to show you these days it's hard to un- unattach.
2: You didn't gadgets. check email for the whole week you were off last oh, week. Oh
6: no, I checked it every twenty minutes. I just didn't respond to it. Right? <laughs> oh, <away>.
2: I see. <laughs> so you knew there was nothing pressing because you weren't being pressed.
6: Right. That, yeah. You that, know, that's a good way to, to do it. Hard. Right. That's right. That's right. But uh, what a strange world we live in. Doctor Oz uh... what you're just talking about. I like that guy, and it's not out of the ordinary that you have people move somewhere.
2: No, especially famous people. Right. But, you they know, evolve- it makes you vulnerable to that kind of attack of being a faker.
6: Yeah, yeah.
2: But uh, listen to this. Since uh, you have a certain connection to Ron DeSantis, th- talk do. about brilliant politicians. I, I, Are you impressed with him?
6: I like him. Uh, I don't always agree with what he does. But I think, you know, if you're ultimately asking me would I be, be willing to give him up, for him so, to run for president, I'd say no. I'd rather have him as my governor.
2: Well, no, I'm not, because that's not. You've got no sway over that. But I just wanted, I just wanted to see what you thought of this cut because I love how he goes for the jugular on issues that resonate with Republican voters. Listen to this.
0: Some of the people in Washington, like, can we actually agree that women get pregnant and not men? Because. <laughs> Because they don't seem to say that. I mean, it's just it's just unbelievable some of the stuff that you're hearing about that.
2: That is such a freebie offered up by the Democrats that makes Democrats extremely vulnerable this year because in addition to having ruined the economy, they're also tearing apart basic cultural values and norms at a pace that average people are being offended by. Don't you agree?
6: Yeah, and I I remember you and I talked about if you just stood still and you haven't changed your political ideology, whatever that is, liberal, Democrat, independent, Mm -hmm. if you just stay still long enough, you'll see that everybody in your party has moved either to the extreme left or to the extreme right. And like I haven't really changed my political viewpoint in 20 years, but it seems like Everybody I know that was a Democrat is now an extreme Democrat, and they're, they're buying all the junk science, and um, frankly, I think the pendulum is going to swing the other way. It's not just going to be this coming up midterm, but I think people had a taste of progressivism for the past 30 years, and they realized that it's vile, that it tastes terrible, it doesn't sit well in the tummy. And I think you're going to see a wave of conservative Republican young people growing up into positions of power. And we may yet enjoy 30 years of, I don't know, the opposite of progressivism, whatever that is. But it's going to be better than what it has been because we see what it's done to our children and it's confused people. We're even arguing about whether or not a man can have a baby. That's how crazy the progressives have gotten.
2: Yes, and they love their craziness, and, and, you know, everything goes too far and causes the pendulum to swing back. And I maybe we're at that moment that you're describing. I'm not sure, though. We're talking to Jim Watkins, the Jim Watkins Show dot, dot, online. 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 Right. Just just one dot. but
6: Just one dot. No comms. <laughs> no, no more comms.
2: It's so confusing.
6: <laughs> I know it is, but it's almost as confusing as is uh, our politics today. The, the, uh, the big thing yesterday with the little girl, Ohio, it seemed like Biden was more concerned about ha- having her take a 75-mile drive than the fact that that there was an illegal immigrant involved. And I think that the real truth of it is is it was probably a family member who was being protected not only because he was an illegal immigrant in a sanctuary city, but because it was probably a family member. And uh, and uh, will the press follow up on that? I don't think so. You know, it's just kind of sad that you have po- political leaders who will use a 10-year-old to gain political points.
2: So, but This is the great revelation that I think it has to dawn on people, that, that the political class is out for the political class, and they tell these stories about how they love us and care about us, but there's no demonstration of that, and there's no reason to believe that. Because all the evidence points to them just being self serving and, and diverting our money into their usage in order that they can control power. And, and it's just sickening.
6: Yeah. Yeah. We, uh, I think people are starting to really wake up now. I used to think that maybe having all those cameras, uh, we realize, like, for example, those cops in Uvalde, watching them stand there checking their email. Washing their hands while there's a classroom full of children. It, where are the heroes today? Where are the true heroes? The people, you know, I, I know they're out there. I talk to them once in a while. But, man, to me, it, it, what's that expression? Analysis paralysis. That's what's wrong. What you saw in Uvalde is mm-hmm. exactly the metaphor for our political position right now in this country. There's too much analysis. And because of that, No no good decisions are being made because nobody wants to make the wrong decision. And that's what happened in Uvalde. Nobody wanted to be the first one in. And as a consequence... Uh, you know children died because of it and it, it's yeah, but really don't, tra-
2: don't I, I'm not even sure exactly what you're saying to me That's demonstrative of government that has become an end unto itself for those in it That government is so big and so powerful and they take so much of our money and they get they have such a good protected life and we fall for all the dumb lies that they tell and that gives them the room to be able to have fake police chiefs running fake police departments that aren't properly prepared to do anything, and and uh, and then lie to us. The real revelation for me there was how. Automatically, they go to lies because I've been saying this for a long time that they just lie every day, and that's why when there's a scandal, you know how everyone goes. Well, I don't get why they, why do they tell such dumb lies? Didn't they know they were going to get in trouble? No, they never think these lies are going to get out because they lie constantly. That's the business they're in.
6: Right, right. You know, like for example, if look at look at Hunter Biden. Actually, do you consider a lie an omission? So, for example. We all know that Hunter Biden we have we've all seen the video. We've all seen seen him arguing with a hooker over how much crack cocaine he has on his I mean, have you seen that video? I've seen it. Sure. It wasn't doctored. If that was Eric Trump or Jared Kushner, we would have a scandal beyond belief, right? But is the is the media ignoring it? Is that a form of a lie or protecting uh, the lie that is we have a president who has a son who is completely destructive and probably posing a security risk for our nation the that-
2: uh the The media is biased so uh, grandly you know so structurally it's just be- been a habit for so long now and it's gotten so big that i don't even know if they're conscious of how much disinformation they're putting out but i agree with your premise that is that we we really suffer because the news is not being reported accurately to us and you know what it doesn't have to be like if you listen to government radio that what they do their bias doesn't even have to be inside of the story although it is all the time but if you listen to their story selection if you listen to how they headline the stories if you listen to the the slant of the stories They're doing them from a point of view, like they they have an agenda that matches up with the talking points of the Democrats on a regular basis. They don't look at it from a traditional American point of view. They look at it from a contemporary urban dwellers, left leaning perspective, and they pump that stuff out all day. So if you listen to it, you might not find a story that you don't think belongs there. But I think you will. And you might not necessarily find facts that are wrong, but I think you will. But the slant is relentless in how they make uh, seem normal, that which we find outrageous. And that's what I like about this DeSantis cut, where he's focusing on their attempt to destroy what we consider to be normal culture. And the reason I think, Jim, things have gotten this bad in this country is because we have allowed them to to run underneath the surface with these crazy ideas that they have. And now that they've made the mistake of coming up for air, we get to see them and expose them.
6: Well, that's why I'm so grateful that we have so many uh, great news sources that I look to. I'm not just stuck with three anymore. Uh, I'm not just stuck with Google or whatever. I can search, and unfortunately... You have to be a little savvy because, you know, for example, earlier today, we heard tragically that Donald Trump's first wife, Ivana, had passed away, 73. Mm -hmm. And it took about an hour for that to hit the Google news feed. But it was already on Breitbart. It was already on Daily Caller, all the others. So you could see even in that they're like, oh, do we have to report on this? I mean, it's Trump's, you know, so there's so much inherent bias I'll give you a good example of of the bias because you're right. Everything today from the media is seen through the the lens of either racism, oppression, or classism, or, or what's the other, uh, LGBTQ. So it's those three. Everything is seen through the prism of that landscape. So there was a study that came out that listed certain cities in my area where they have the highest per capita pedestrian death rate from cars. Meaning really? people wandering out into the street. So, for example, I reside in Cape Coral. We have, I think, one of the highest rates of pedestrian death. But then they threw in this little thing that made no sense, mm-hmm. and it said, but but African Americans and people of color are more often involved in pedestrian deaths. And they said that was racist. <laughs> like Like people were purposely going after people of color when they step out into the street, you know. <laughs> And that doesn't make any sense. The real question is, why are people of color wandering into the streets and getting hit by cars? That's the question.
2: One not- of the interesting things about about science, that is, if you're collecting data and doing analysis, if you pick any random overlay, like if, instead of dividing people up by race, you divided lefties and righties. You would find disparate numbers of people killed in traffic accidents, you know, pedestrian traffic accidents between lefties and righties or tall people and short people. Yeah. And, and then you could run around pretending that it was the result of some kind of grotesque distortion of how government was applying the law unequally. But there's no reason to think that would be the, the case just because there happens to be a disparity when you divide people up by superficial, non-relevant features.
6: Well, I think Jordan Peterson once said that the differences within groups are greater than the differences of the groups themselves. Yes. So even if you have like in the LGBTQ community, you're going to have a lot of division within that because everybody's vying for position, you know, like musical chairs. Everybody wants to grab a chair. Uh, and, and there's, I think there's a lot of truth to that. And if you also recall that when COVID first hit, uh, they were saying that people of color were uh, were disproportionately hit harder by COVID, and they were blaming the government for that. It's like, wait a minute. So basically what you're saying is COVID is racist. You know, the the virus itself is racist because it it seems to be attacking people disproportionately higher. Uh, And again, it's just always looking at things through the prism of gender or race or class, and that's what we've become. Uh, But it's by design, Todd. You know that. They're trying... It seems like they're trying to separate us so that they can pit one against the other when they need to, when it's politically expedient. And and we're suckers because we kind of tend to fall for it because we want to be protective of our little group that we're in. And maybe we need to stop being in our little groups. You know, there's unity, not, not necessarily uniformity. You know, we don't all have to think and, and act the same. We can accept our differences but be unified in that principle that we are all Americans.
2: Jim and Watkins, you rock! Thank you for being here. The Jim Watkins Show dot online. We'll talk to you again next week.
6: Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Have a good one. We really need new phones.
3: T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's over
0: here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch.
1: Minimum of 4 lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due $35 per line connection charge applies ctmobile.com
3: After the end of a good fight you deserve a nice cold reward. is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp refreshing taste because you know the bigger the fight the better the reward.
1: Feinberg Show, live from the NJ Diet Studios on WTIC, News Talk 1080.
2: Oh yes. I am live on the radio. Can we do that giveaway right now, Antonio? Do you mind a little some free tickets for people? We only had it once today. Oh, but didn't we uh have to do a make good on that one yesterday?
4: No. We did already did. We're good. We okay. got one more tomorrow, though. So call in tomorrow if you All want right. some Cirque du Soleil tickets.
2: All right. We don't get sorry to get everyone excited. i just imagining people diving for their phones. <laughs> Maybe some broken ribs as a result. All right, let's play some rants because we have not gotten to our rants yet, and we are overdue.
0: But now it's adults who, who are,
7: you know, getting into these causes and going.
2: Wait a sec. Wait a sec. That's uh, we're starting mid rant. You can't do that.
7: Uh, Frank from Windsor, uh, so-called conservatives that call these talk shows and, uh, you know, lay out the constant drumbeat uh, of Bob Stefanowski, that he's dull. Are these people really conservatives? I don't think so. I think they're Democrat plants. Uh, They're not doing anything to help Bob, and he's our best shot of beating Ned Lamont. I won't call him the governor. Just end the month, but uh, you know they're jumping on a bandwagon uh, go Bob and uh, let's get off that uh, drum beat.: Yeah,
2: there's a lot of whining.
7: I listen so I'll be amused by
0: callers who state biased views. Some diatribe lacks any
7: credible facts so I end up very confused.
2: Yes, don't we all. Next one please.
5: Hi ladies and gentlemen. Good afternoon. Ned here. Oh, you might say Ned who? Well it's Ned Lamont. That's not really my first name, but just so you know, uh yeah, I'm working on my tan, trying to get a good tan so I look good in photographs for the la re election, reelection. Yeah, I'm looking to be re elected again and Susie Susie Bicewicks, you know her. She's like a career politician type of person. She'd been around Connecticut for a long time. She was trying to be the attorney general and she was the secretary of state. She didn't have the right criteria to meet the, uh, to be the attorney general. (laughs) So she became the assistant governor. Yeah. So I figured I'd get somebody right in that slot there that was really qualified. And uh, uh, well, I gotta go now. I will work on my tan. Bob Stefanovsky's looking a little green in photographs, so I'm gonna make sure that I look really appealing to all you voters out there, especially you voters in the union. Yeah, vote for me. You can get a tan too.
2: <laughs> it's good to hear from the governor on a regular basis, isn't it? it makes me feel connected to power. Hey
0: Todd, you know what makes me crazy? No. The bias in the media the announcing of what's happening. When it's a a story that has to do, like, with inflation, Mm -hmm. they just say it's a high inflation rate, and that's the end of it, and the stock is down. But when it's gun control, it's the Republicans' fault why it hasn't passed. Why is the fault and the numbers, like, of inflation, ever put on a uh, party. It's ridiculous.
2: It is. It
0: it moves people to believe that one side is worse than another. In reality, they are all self-serving.
2: That is true.
0: And they have the media in their pocket. Even on the station you're on, the news comes out with a slight slant against Republicans.
2: Thank you for that call. By the way, Donald, speaking of that, Donald Trump said today that he has decided. He didn't say which way he'd decide, but he's decided on his 2024 run. And the announcement will be forthcoming. But the language is confusing, so maybe he is announcing that he's decided to run. Former President Donald Trump said he made up his mind about mounting another White House bid in 2024 and indicated that the only decision left is whether he announces before or after the midterm elections in November. Well, in my own mind, I've already made that decision, so nothing factors in anymore. In my own mind, I've already made that decision, he said in an interview with New York Magazine. What do you think about that? Is it good news in your book if Trump? Runs, or is it good news if he doesn't run? Eight six zero five two two nine eight four two.
7: Jolly Ned says to come to Connecticut for an abortion. His whole administration is an abortion.
2: Well, I guess that that sort of uh, that sort of works, doesn't it?
5: Hi, Joe Biden here. This message is for all my Latino friends.
2: Latino friends.
5: If you've got brown skin, then mm-hmm. you must be for Biden. <laughs> <laughs> F- you, Todd. Message marked for deletion.
2: Wait, what, what was that little? Was that somebody cursing me out, Antonio? It is. That was. Yeah,
4: yeah, they were uh, flipping you the bird. That's funny.
6: F- 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 you, Todd.
2: <laughs> was it over anything in uh, particular?
4: That's how I feel when I wake up.
2: <laughs> yeah, you're cursing. You're flipping me the bird when you wake up.
4: Oh, I'm just kidding.
2: That's kind of early.
4: <laughs> as soon as you call me, that's the mood.
2: Eight six zero five two two nine eight four two. Aaron, hi there. Hey Todd. Uh,
7: I've been listening on and off for a little over an hour. I think about an hour ago, I might have heard one of your callers call in, in contradiction to the theme of the show. I believe uh did I hear what I thought I heard when somebody called in an hour ago and claimed that they used their cast their vote for the provoking uh, yes. of uh, yeah that yeah. was uh, that was Absolutely. jim
2: he yeah. was saying okay. that he gets great pleasure from provoking the wtic audience which you know uh, i i assume he wasn't entirely serious i hope he wasn't entirely serious i, I hope he, was I hope he wasn't reason. serious yeah i hope he
7: wasn't serious yeah that if if he's serious that's 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 pretty messed up and i'll just leave it at that that's sad it's really sad
2: what motivates you to vote uh,
7: the proper movement of democracy and it takes a lot of time and effort and work protection of our freedoms uh getting the best person in the job to do the job it's as simple as that but it does require a little bit of work and research to Help me make my decisions, and they're not always right, but I can tell you what i do, the way, I can tell you the way i don't vote i don 't vote to anger anybody i don 't vote to provoke anybody uh, i don't know which person I had would have more contempt for the person that doesn't vote and then complains about everything that they didn't vote for, or would I have more contempt for the person that votes sheerly waste a completely good vote just to provoke or for their own personal Gratification. I don't know which one's more yeah. pitiful. I really don't. And it's it's messed up. All <laughs> right, so Aaron. that's what we need to know.
2: <laughs> well, thank you for uh, making the phone call. I assume that really what he was doing was saying that in order to provoke the audience, and that that gave him pleasure. It didn't require, you know, the audience is easy, easier. We are easier to provoke than having to actually turn his vote over to us. So I assume he was just, you know, trying to be funny. Being facetious. And, yeah, and provoke. I, I think, what
4: to his point, though, I think people that don't vote and complain, I don't have any problem with them. I mean, that used to be me, but how could you not complain about what's going on? It's a, it, You know, I just was reading a poll this morning and it said 64% of Democrats would support Biden in the next poll, under 24% of young Democrats would support Biden in the next election, and then it was something like 68% of, of uh, Republicans would support Trump. And, I mean, in general, I think you know what happens if it's Biden and Trump again? We all lose. I mean, really, who? What are you, you're voting for what you like more, a little bit more. I, I mean, I don't think anyone's really that, thrilled with either of these choices so I, I i don't know i mean i think you have to vote but i don't get that frustrated with people who don't know who to vote for because it's it's i mean most of them are worthless
2: all right antonio <laughs> a little rant they don't I represent
4: like us that's i think the bottom line
2: oh well, we we don't require i think this is the bottom line you're pointing to that we don't require it of them that if, if we're voting for all these crazy reasons and emotional reasons, they're doing it like they're a sports team and we're rooting for our team, then why should they pay any mind to particular public policies yeah. if we're not expressing concern for those policies?
4: Well, I think people are so detached now. I mean, the structure has gotten so big and so, I guess, just uh, elaborate that people think it's unfixable.
2: Yeah, but people are very provoked right now, so I don't know about that.
5: Message marked for deletion. New message.
4: Inflation has
5: hit a new high, a 40-year high, but yet Liz Cheney and her January 6th committee goes on and on and on, wasting time, wasting taxpayers' money, all so they can prevent Donald from running in 2024. I hope everyone remembers this come the November elections there are a million problems that need to be solved in this country and one of them is not the january six committee's findings
2: thank you very much for that rant call rant line number eight six oh seven five one forty six ninety eight jim hello there
0: hey good afternoon uh, i just want to make a statement from your sidekick there that was talking about you know the difference between biden and trump and they're both worthless Two, uh, two and a half years ago, I was paying $1.99 for gas. Employment was great. Our economy was phenomenal. We were respected around the world, not with some buffoon who can't even walk out of a plane. Um, so if it happens again that people get upset and they vote Trump in again, so be it. And that's probably, most likely, whether you like it or not, that's going to happen again, and God help us, it should, and uh, and scare that living hell out of the rest of the Democrats.
2: All right, Jim, especially ones who uh, vote for the wrong reasons, like to provoke people on WTIC. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Good to talk with you. And, yes, Anthony?
4: That wasn't my point. I wasn't saying, oh, things weren't better under Trump. I think there were some things that Trump did well that people refused to give him credit for. But at the same time, I would say what Biden represents and what Trump represents doesn't really represent what most of our voters want. And that's all I was really trying to say. I think in general, when we fall for these tricks of either side and these powerful families, I think we all lose. That's all I was trying to say.
2: And what is it that you think that people want that that nobody's offering?
4: uh transparency, honesty, um intuitiveness, uh Good hard uh, yeah, hard working people, uh, that's not what we have now. We have a bunch of grifters on both sides. Opportunists. There's that's all it is. Of,
2: plenty of that going on, I think. And and, and both parties are a big government party which I have a problem with, because I I believe in the freedom model that we were given by our founders, and the only way you have freedom is if you get to keep your money. And everybody, both parties, are into big government. And certainly the Republicans are way better than Democrats, because Republicans at least pay lip service to smaller government and to being fiscally responsible, but but they, they both... Yeah, they all want your money. Yes, they want bigger government because that's their business, and it's only human nature. Whatever business you're in, you want it to get bigger and more successful. Thanks so much for tuning in today. We'll see you again tomorrow, and we'll do this. Wait, tomorrow is Friday. Oh, my, how did that happen?